So when I got, when the ref stopped it, uh, my left, like whole left side was kind of shut down, like kind of went numb, which was scary, but I was like, okay, maybe I can get this back. Download the All-Star app. Make your picks for UFC fights, challenge your friends, level up and win prizes. Link in description. Get it now. Cody, let's, uh, the elephant in the room, let's talk about it, man, right away and get it out the way. You know, the last fight against uh, Jacob Malkoon, you know, take us through what happened after, you know, you you clearly was elbowed in the back of the head. You know, what were you thinking? What were you feeling at that time? Um, so like it was more, it, so the elbow in the back of the head was pretty blatant and it obviously got the stoppage, but, uh, I felt like I got hit in the back of the head more than that. Uh, when I went back and watched it, definitely confirmed, like was getting hit in the back of the head multiple times. Um, so when I got, when the ref stopped it, uh, my left, like whole left side was kind of shut down, like kind of went numb, which was scary, but I was like, okay, maybe I can get this back. I just felt like maybe, I, okay, maybe it's a stinger, whatever. Uh, and then my next thought was, fuck, man, I don't like if I, I can stand up for sure. I can stand up and, and continue to fight, but like, I'm not going to be, I might be at 70% of what I'm capable of doing. And, you know, Jacob Matsukun is a tough dude. It's not like an easy fight. Uh, I'm like, I'm going to stand up at 70% in front of this dude and, and he's going to have an opportunity to put me away or, or beat me, uh, last fight on my deal. And, and I'm not even going to be able to showcase like what I'm capable of because of an illegal strike. You know what I mean? Like people get rocked in fights all the time, but why should I be at a disadvantage because you broke one of the five rules of MMA, you know, and broke it multiple times. And, you know, I, I, I didn't know if it was going to be a no contest. I didn't know if it was going to be a disqualification. I never asked that. I was never like, Hey, what happens if I don't continue? I didn't give a shit about that. I just knew I could not represent myself moving forward from that strike in a way that I would be uh, happy about or, or that I felt was fair. And so I feel like the most fair thing to me was to call the fight. I didn't know if, like I said, I didn't know if it was going to be a win for me. didn't know what it was going to be. And then my uh, next thought was like, okay, we'll call this fight. We'll just run it back. When I'm healthy, we'll run it back. Uh, and then it ended up being a disqualification. Um, you know, that's out of my control. That's not up to me. So, you know, obviously there was a lot of blowback. There was a lot of hate. But the other thing, man, is I've seen just as much hate for guys that do continue and then they get knocked out and it's like, what an idiot. Why would he do that? He was compromised. So like, you're never going to win, right? It's a, it's a no win situation. Nobody was more frustrated with that than me and Jacob Malkoon. Those two people were the most frustrated with that whole thing. Uh, I feel for Jacob Malkoon. Uh, but at the same token, like you broke the rules, you know, like I, I didn't put you in a position where you had to break the rules, you know? So, um, and the other thing people were saying, I saw a lot of was like, you were getting dominated. I'm like, man, we were four minutes into the fight. I won the first minute. He won the next two minutes. Who knows what's going to happen in that fight? It's not, you know what I mean? Like if anybody thinks that like, oh, you thought you were going to lose, like go watch my Dolce fight and then tell me that I'm, I think, I don't think I can come back. I don't think that I, I can, I can make that happen, you know? So, uh, I was in the, I was in the ambulance going to get my CT scan right after the fight. My manager texts me, Jason house. He's like, Hey man, how are you doing? I'm like, it sucks. I, I 100% was like, the UFC's not going to resign me off that. I'm going to have to go to work on the regional scene. My aren't like, I don't know what's going on with my body right now. My left side is like fucked up. I don't, so health wise, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Um, and then, you know, the other thing I, I was like, but if the UFC is going to keep me around, I'll run that back. Like, I'm not worried about the, the matchup, but we can run it back as soon as I'm healthy. Let's run it back. So that was never like a thing that I wasn't willing to do. 
Um, and it was just a shitty situation. And I got a lot of blowback and a lot of people saying, you're a pussy, you suck, you should get, get out of the UFC. And then a lot worse things. You know, the U- MMA fans can be can be brutal and like they'll attack things that have nothing to do with with MMA. And like if you uh, I feel like I've been very open with my story with my daughter and, and, you know, some of the struggles I've had there. And, you know, it sucks when that gets weaponized against you and, and, and in a situation that you can't control. Um, and I'm not one of these people that's like, I don't care what anyone thinks about me. We see that, I feel like. And that's just not realistic for me. I do care. I feel like I put out a very genuine product. My brand is who I am. I let people in. I let people see the the struggles that I go through. And, you know, it backfires sometimes. But I'm, I'm never going to change that. That's who I'm always going to be. And the one good thing about MMA fans, they got a short memory. So, you know, hopefully I can go handle business here in December. And then no one will even remember that one. Did you have to step away from, like, social media yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. I deleted uh, all social media off my phone. Um, I uh, like made it so like only people I know could comment on my stuff because uh, it's just it is it's upsetting, man. Like uh, no one wants to be hated, and I felt like I was getting hate, and I feel like there's people that maybe don't deserve to be hated, but like there's reasons why people hate them, and I just don't see that with me. You know, I I don't feel like I give people a reason to hate me, and and maybe that's. Maybe that's incorrect. Maybe people do have that reason, but I don't feel like I'm a bad dude. I don't feel like I cheat. I don't. I feel like I take fights all the time, no matter who, when, or where. I always say yes, and for the most part, you know, I feel like I, that Sadrikas fight was the worst fight of my entire career, bar none. And I feel like I get a bad rap because I didn't look good in that fight, and then the follow-up fight was a DQ with some controversy. But if you look before that, even fights that I was losing, like the Hadolfo fight, you can't look at that fight and tell me it wasn't an exciting fight. And then I lay it on the line. I get in the fire, you know. Do I make bad decisions sometimes? Absolutely. I've only been fighting for less than six years, and I'm on the biggest stage in the world. But I always lay it on the line, and I always come to compete. I've had some bad performances as of late, but, you know, I feel like uh, I I don't deserve to be hated. So, yeah, that was tough. I definitely had to step away and, and realize, you know, the people close to you are the people that matter, the people that are real with you. And it wasn't like they were like, you were right. You were made the right decision. They were just like, you know, your, your safety comes for, first, your health comes first, being a, being able to be a dad and take care of your kids comes first. And, and fighting is very temporary and you don't need to put yourself in a position to do more damage than you're already doing to yourself by fighting. We're no, none of it's good that we're doing to ourselves. So then to compound that with like illegal things is not great. So, uh, it just made me realize who, who's, who's there and, and who's riding. And, you know, the other thing is I got I pay attention, right? Like I, I, I'm very quiet maybe on social media. I don't post a ton, but I, I see what people are saying and I see people that I thought were riding with me, they're not really riding with me. And people maybe that I was like, you know, they've always ridden with me, they did, you know. So I, I felt like I, I that was good for me, honestly. I feel like in the long run it was good to kind of see see what it was. Were were there any lasting effects from from the shots to the back of the head? Uh, so like I didn't get, if anyone knows me, like win, lose or draw, when I get out of that cage, I'm back in the gym within a week, like always. Uh, I was out for five, five weeks. Um, just like with getting MRIs and making sure everything was going to be okay. Um, I had a, a slight tear in my spine. I don't know if it was from those strikes, but I had, I, that came up. So kind of had to address that uh everything got addressed it got cleared to get back to like training and then kind of right as i got cleared uh got news of this fight you know i got news of this fight i think like last week of october uh and i was doing stuff i wasn't like just sitting on my ass i'd go crazy i was doing some things uh just like no real contact and, and trying to keep it 
keep it kosher and, and, and moving. And then, you know, I didn't think I'd get another fight this year. Like I said, I wasn't sure the UFC was going to resign me. Uh, it just so happened, you know, this, this fight uh, worked out. Yeah, man. Shit. They, they resigned you, man. It, it, it says something. Cause I know you, t- yeah. you've taken short notice fights, a few of them, right? Uh, which, yeah, I think which I have, uh, so this will be my eighth fight in the UFC. And the only fights that I ever had a camp for was Dolce and Hadolfo. So six, six of them have been relatively short notice. I think like, like this one's short notice is five weeks. It's not crazy short notice, but it's short notice. And same with Treshawn. Treshawn was like five weeks as well, I think. So, uh, yeah, I've always stepped up. I've always been willing to fight. And I think, like I said, you know, bar that last fight and maybe bar the Cedricus fight, my other five fights in the UFC have been exciting, win, lose, or draw. I feel like I've shown that I belong uh, and have had really good moments. I just have to put it together all the way, you know. And you're on the job training, man. At the, yeah, absolutely. At the like highest learning. risks. <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel that. I definitely feel like I'm learning on the job, and you know, it's a lot mental. Um, but I work on that. I have a sports psychologist that I work with, Micah. He's my dude. He's you know, he's with the UFC, and I meet with him every week. And even if we're not talking about sports stuff, you know, we're talking about life stuff, and I got a lot of life stuff. So, <laughs> uh, you know. Sometimes it's uh, stepping away from the life stuff, even though I don't feel like I, I can or I should, and just putting it all into fighting, and then going overtime on the life when I get when I get done with the fight. And that's something we've we've tried to work on a little bit. I think fighters, you know, they're good at balancing their their training, but sometimes it's hard to balance life and the MMA. You know what I mean? It kind of bleeds yeah, into each other. Hundred percent. And like I feel like this camp, uh, just kind of realize like you can't really. I can't be the the dad I need to be, uh, and the, the fighter I need to be. Uh, and my wife, you know, I'm fortunate she fought in the UFC. She gets it. It's a lot of stress on her. It's a lot of stress on us, but, um, she kills it for me. And, 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 you know, this camp I've been fully locked in. I feel like it's one of the best camps I've ever had. Um, and so, and a lot of that has been the imbalance and I feel bad. I feel guilty, but you know, it's just pushing through that and knowing like, okay, there's a greater reason for this. I'm going to get a break after this. Uh, this will be my fourth fight in seven months, so it kind of feels like we've been running, uh, redlining a little bit, and and so it'll be nice to to get a little break after this, enjoy the holidays with family, and just really be present and lock in with the family after after this fight. Yeah, without a doubt. Let's uh, talk about UFC Austin, man. Not a bad turnaround, like I said, quick. <laughs> and uh, you're facing off against uh, Zachary Reese, undefeated prospect. Thoughts on him and the matchup style. Yeah, man, he's good. I feel like he's he's very well rounded. He's one of these like uh, newer breed guys that you know he he doesn't necessarily have some crazy specialty, but he's going to be really solid everywhere. He's big for the weight class, which presents problems in itself. Um, and he's got the confidence of an undefeated fighter. You know, I've been that guy. I've been the undefeated guy who's kind of ran through everybody, and, and I know what that feels like. And it's a good feeling. It's a really good feeling. And um, he's never really met much adversity, I don't think, in in his career. And you know, while that's that's a knock, it's also, you know, kudos to him. I feel like the biggest knock people will have against him is that he hasn't really faced great competition, but he's done exactly what you should do to the people he's fought. It's not like he's fighting these guys that aren't great and struggling. You know, he's running through them in a minute. Um, Yeah, I think he's good, man. I, I think it's a good matchup. I think experience is important. I feel like I have a huge experience advantage. Uh and I think that might that might play out, but I expect him to come out hot in his hometown in his debut. Uh, I know he, I you know, I'll be creeping on people on Instagram. I know he's been been training out in in Thailand, and 
you know, so I expect him to have some some different tricks that he, that he's coming with. I know the Hickman brothers are, are great coaches, so I'm sure they they've taught him some things. Uh, I know the Hickmans like all the way back to my high school days. We're kind of from the same area, so yeah, I, I uh, wrestled at one of the clubs that they used to help coach at when I was a young 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 kid. So I know they're great coaches. I know they got some some good things working for him, and uh, it's his debut, so I know he's going to come prepared. But I I do think experience matters. I, I do think. Um, I think I'm the best dude he's ever fought. I, I don't think there's really a question there. Uh, maybe, I mean, he caught, fought Kevin Holland as an Amy, so I won't say I'm the best dude he's ever fought. Kevin Holland's a great fighter, but that was 12 years ago, you know. In, in recent memory, I'm the, I'm the best dude he's ever fought, and uh, I think that matters. I, I, I think he's good, but I don't necessarily think he's the best dude I've ever fought. You know, I've been in there some, with some real killers, and um, I think it's the first time he's really going to face some adversity, and he might come through it with flying colors, but we're going to find out for sure. You know, you mentioned that he's going to make his UFC debut in his home state in an arena. From your experience fighting in front of the home crowd, what is the type of pressure that fighters feel? Yeah, it's different, man. It's different. I made my uh, pro debut on 48 hours notice in front of T-Mobile. And, uh, you know, we're always taught, like, it's just a fight. It's just a sparring session. It's the same as always, but it's not. Um, and it doesn't make you do worse. It doesn't make you do better, or maybe it does, but I don't really think it makes you do worse or better, but it is different. It's something that you're having to deal with that you're not accustomed to dealing with. Uh, and in the moment that can be hard to do. And that's, it goes for the whole week. You know, a UFC fight week is not like a fury fight week or LFA fight week, right? You have obligations, you have different things you have to do. And, and the, the feelings you have, especially on your first one, uh, it's, it's unlike anything you've ever felt. And so, having to kind of deal with those emotions, I think is, is, is tough, especially in your hometown. Um, you know, there's a lot of expectation. The more people that are going with you, the more expectation. And like I said, I haven't had, uh, recently like the best run. So the expectation is even higher of like, you need to run through this dude. Like you've run through everyone else. And, you know, up to this point, I don't think there's really been anyone that, that has run through me and I've fought some really, really tough dudes. Um, I'm just not a guy that I think is easy to run over. I think I'm tough. And, and I, like I said, I'm willing to put it on the line. So uh, if, if you want to meet in the middle, we'll get after it. Yeah, definitely. Um, man, you always have a hell of a crew out there at Factory X. You know what I mean? The coaching staff, the training partners. Any new faces? Any new additions to, to your camp? Uh, no, not really. Uh, I got Josh. You know, it actually worked out. I mean, I'm in camp with uh, Dustin. He's fighting two weeks after me. Yeah. He's a big, long body, uh, good kickboxer. And then I got Josh, who's the same size as Zach, which is a, is a great look, you know, and, and uh, they do some things similarly. So I feel like the camp worked out pretty well that I, that I got those guys with me just because I feel like I'm getting great looks in, in trying to solve the, the puzzle of the length and some of the things that he does. And yeah, I mean, Factory X is the best. You know, I feel like uh, one thing I feel like we really do a good job of as teammates is like if I don't have a fight, I'm, I'll watch all the film I can on whoever Dustin is fighting and I'll try to mimic that person. You know, and that will one does two things. It makes me better because uh, I'm learning a new style. I'm learning to do some different things that I can add to my game. But at the same time, I'm also helping Dustin be ready for for his fight. And, uh, you know, I feel like everyone kind of kind of takes that as their responsibility at, at Factory X to, to be good teammates. And it's part of the reason we've had a lot of success. It seems like every time you guys fight, someone's fighting like it's like almost oh, yeah. like always that way. Right. Yeah. But December's going to be a busy month, man. I got uh, I'm fighting December 2nd. Chris Gutierrez just signed that main event against Song Yudong, you know, and, and I think that's going to be a great fight and uh, it's a tough ass fight, but you know, Chris is really talented. It's going to be, it's going to be a good fight. And then 
Dustin's on the same card as Brandon trying to close out the year with a, the first world title at factory X. And, you know, the team's pretty excited. I think we're all a lot, there's gonna be a big contingency of us out there in Vegas uh, for the card. And, and it's going to be good, man. I'm excited to close out the year strong. And there's always that good little, like three week break at the end of December to kind of just enjoy finishing out the year on a, on a high note. So I think we're all looking forward to that. Yeah. Incredible. What do you, what do you see in this fight, man? Like, you know, you, I don't want to say you want to erase the memory, but you do kind of. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just uh, being patient. I feel like one thing that I've struggled with is I'm a, I'm a fast starter, and it's a good thing, man. I've, I put people on skates early in, in fights, but it's just being patient and kind of letting the game come to me a little bit instead of trying to hunt it, you know. Um, the fight can go 15 minutes, and I can win a decision. You know, that that's definitely a thing that can happen, and uh, I have the tools to do that, and I don't have to go get a finish. If you look at my – I have nine wins uh, – eight wins i got that dq win but eight wins and seven of them are finishes and you know i i I find a finish i just have to be patient and and let it come to me you know i'm not the guy that hasn't been to the second round i'm not the guy who hasn't been past two or three minutes or whatever crazy stat zach has where he's never got into you know into deep waters and, and things like that and i feel like he doesn't necessarily really know where he's at when that happens you know he can't he's never been there in a fight you know he might be there in training but it's different so my my intention and my goal is to put him there and, and we'll find out where he's at because i've been there i know what it's like to kind of take an ass whoop and then have to come back i know what it's like to to be in deep waters and uh i feel like i can thrive there against a guy who's never been there and um you know that's kind of my goal be patient let it come to me and and kind of just use some of the advantages I've, i i feel like i have um in there to, to find a finish but it doesn't have to be a one minute finish or a two minute finish it could be a finish at 13 minutes or it could be a decision and i could win you know i just think being patient is, is the, my big goal for this fight you know going back to uh the contract right you you signed a new deal you know even though fighters have a new contract or have fights left on their contract or fighting out their contract it seems like everybody's fighting for survival man in, in oh yeah certain- do, do you feel like a lot of fighters have like the last fight mentality now in the UFC because it's that way? Yeah, definitely. You know, I just signed a four fight deal, but I know what it is. I know it's a one fight deal. If you don't go perform all that four fight deal means is that I'm, I'm I, the UFC. I can't go anywhere, but the UFC, the UFC can get rid of me whenever they want. Uh, and, and that stinks, but it also is like, just know what, what it is, you know? And if you know what it is, it kind of puts your back against the wall, which can be a good thing. So, I know it's a one fight deal and if I win, then it's a two fight deal. And if I win, you know what I mean? So uh, I feel like it's not a bad mentality to have. Uh, it is stressful. It is a stressful life to be like, man, what, like my job security is not there. You know, there's some guys that have it, but it takes a while to get there. It takes a long run of success to really get there. And, and even then sometimes it's, you know, it's, it's not enough. Like who is that? Some girl just got cut. She was a top five girl. And, Talia Santos. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know what the deal was that maybe they were having contract negotiations and they, they went, but that's what I'm saying. Like no one's really safe. Anybody could get cut. Uh, so yeah, I think, I think just knowing that knowing what it is and knowing that, Hey, this is a one fight deal. If I win, then I'll get another one. So I think just, uh, knowing that is, is important. Definitely. And hey, are you going for the Dagestani look or is that no, what is that? this is all this is all getting shaved off? It's a little cold out here. Uh this is all gonna be gone. Uh the no mustache neck beard is not for me, just for just for a little bit. Uh, I was like, is that a clue? You know, like yeah. is he telling us something? Like is he moving to Dagestan soon? Or what, I'm coming out all rest I'm coming out all wrestling for 15 minutes. Yeah, for sure. Um 
USADA, man, they're they're about to they're about to bounce, man, for the UFC. Well, the UFC is kicking them out. Like, what do you think of what they've done, and were, were your experiences good with them? Yeah, I never had a bad experience. You know, I've heard people had bad experiences. Uh, I guess maybe like one time they showed up, like when we first had Kingsley, and and or not first, but she was young, and we put her to sleep, and they woke her up, and it was a whole shit show. But I had a good dude, and he was like, "Man, I won't do that again. My bad." Uh, but yeah, I mean, I feel like they're just doing their job, man. I'm pretty easy going. I know it's not easy. They probably have to see 10 people in a day. And the way it makes sense is to hit me at 6 a.m. and then continue about their day. People like take it personally. They're like, why are you at my house at 6 a.m.? I'm like, I just feel like they're trying to do their job. I feel like I feel like they did a good job. I feel like they they kept the sport relatively clean. I mean, as clean as you could keep it, maybe. I don't feel like it's ever gonna be a hundred percent or even 80%. I feel like they, they did as good a job as you could do. You know, I've heard some things of like the foreign fighters is different, right? Like they have like third party testing. So that's a whole different thing. It's not even like USADA was doing all the testing. Like USADA was processing the test, but they weren't even doing all the tests. Um, so it's, you know, it's a, it's a flawed system. I think they did the best they could. We'll see uh, what's up with this new one. The more they tell me how great the, the new system is, the more I'm going to believe that it's probably not that great. Uh, you know, if you're trying to sell me that hard on it, I'm, I'm pretty skeptical. Uh, I'm also skeptical. You know, I don't, I'm not going to question anyone's integrity. I don't even know the, the dude, the FBI dude or whatever, that's going to head it up. But I do know he's a black belt out of American top team. And to me, that just is like, how can that's this, weird. how can this, yeah. Like, I don't care if he's the most, has the most integrity in the world. Like, you know, how can this be unbiased and, and fair? And, you know, I'm sure they'd be like, well, he has the most, he, he helped catch Osama bin Laden. I'm like, well, that doesn't really have anything to do with drug testing in the <laughs> UFC. You know, like you're just telling me accolades that don't matter much. Uh, you know, it is what it is. I feel like the sport will be as clean as the sport's going to be. And, and there's not much I can do to control that. Um, I will be clean. That's what I know. Um, yeah. And, you know, we'll see. It'll be interesting. We'll see. Because I felt like with USADA, there was a very clear drop-off in some fighters, not just in their performance, but also, like, in their physique and the way they looked. And, like, you could very clearly tell, like, oh, you were doing things and now you're not doing things. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there was a clear, I feel like, distinction. But, and, like, between, like, uh, Vitor Beltfort, for instance. Oh, yeah. Like, everyone's like, <laughs> look at his body before USADA, look at his body after USADA, look at his performances before and after. And, and it's, like, very clearly... So it'll be interesting to see. I feel like it won't be hard to tell if if people do get back on stuff. Uh, I guess only time will tell, though. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Only time will tell. Yeah, it's like like you said, those those accolades mean nothing for the yeah. sport, right? Like it's like it's you so telling crazy. me, like, yeah, I just won the you know world championship dart throwing contest last week, <laughs> yeah. and that's gonna be my you know like, yeah, like, what? like it doesn't like, yeah like oh hey man i got three degrees in college like that's great but well, that has nothing to do with fighting like that's an awesome thing that you did that's that's con congratulations i'm glad you did that happy you did that for the country i guess i don't know but mm -hmm. like that has nothing to do with the fact that you're going to head up a drug testing program in fact the fact that you have no experience heading up a drug testing program is more of an issue to me than one time you help catch a terrorist like that's great you're really good at that but we have no idea how you're going to be on this drug testing thing like For sure. it's crazy yeah man well man december 2nd austin texas you're gonna fight one last time this year enjoy the holidays enjoy everything man all the best to the family and everything cody thank you so much for the time yeah brother appreciate you always a good one